Blessed be the fruit, and welcome to this week's episode of Revenge of the Recap. My name is Austin. My name is Josh. And I'm Carla. Uh, This week, we are going to continue our voyage of The Handmaid's Tale. (laughs) I love that. We can leave it. We're on a magical voyage through (laughs) Through the amazingness of The Handmaid's Tale. Um. Carla has the giggles tonight, so it could end up being a uh, interesting uh, podcast. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Uh, so we're yeah, we're back to discuss episode four and five, right? Yeah, and then we're all caught up. Yeah, we four, episode be four or five, one episode at a time. Exactly. Um, How boring we will be. Yeah, it'll be nice being able to go into detail on the episode instead of just talking uh, briefly about an episode. <laughs> Yeah, I think we go pretty in detail. I mean, I last week's good. episode was like an hour and something, an hour and some change. That's, <laughs> so, true, that's true. I mean, we pretty went much went beat by beat on that episode. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I two against like one. There was a couple. Yeah, there was no, a but we, there. We're, I, we're good. You're I, you're just bad. <laughs> the I only like thing we missed a... last week was the the line about June pushing. <laughs> yeah, her, her new walking partner in front of a bus <laughs> yeah we did miss that yeah we completely oh, missed it because we, we talk about it off the camera then or no off the... we 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 mentioned it but we never went into details about it because we, we said we, said we, we would we, get to we'll it later talk about it later yeah oh. and then we just never talked totally about it really fucking funny totally it was a great funny. line oh uh, yeah because yeah, it, it was one of our favorite died? lines yeah did you hear so and so died yeah, her walking partner just snapped. <laughs> Pushed her in front of a bus. Pushed her in front of a bus. And then bus. a bus drives by. Oh, yeah. That was a great line. Oh, oh, one of the best that lines. That so funny. All righty. I'm derailing here. <laughs> All right. So we're talking about episode four and five. Episode four, God Bless the Child. Josh, you took notes today, didn't you? Oh, yes, I did. I'm sorry. I I felt like I almost felt like the uh, audio cut out for a minute because it, it got real quiet. Uh, yes. Guess what? Guess what, everybody? Hey, audience. Guess what? Josh <laughs> took notes this week. I, I can prove it. I have two pages of handwritten notes. This is audio. They can't see that shit. Oh, that's true. Uh, here. <laughs> two pages of notes <laughs> listen to that tree <laughs> listen to the papers uh yeah i got i got notes this week y'all um and guess who didn't take notes this week i did not take notes i'm sure that's right with him uh so i mean but i didn't get to i, I didn't get to watch it the second time through like i normally do so that's oh. when i usually take my notes oh first world problems <laughs> yes definitely definitely first world problems on that Oh man, let's let's jump into God bless the child. <laughs> uh what did y'all think about this episode just in general before we uh deep dive? I give it a thumbs up. I give it two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. I I enjoyed this uh episode as well. Uh I thought It was a different episode. It wasn't it wasn't this it wasn't what I was expecting at all um coming from the episode before. Yeah, in all honesty, I didn't think we would get another flashback, uh, like focused 
episode. Um, just to be honest, I thought we had seen the flashbacks that we were going to see, and the uh, writers figured out a way to do some more flashbacks. So, yeah, I, I enjoyed I, I enjoyed it. that. Yeah, and uh, they tied it in really well to everything that was happening in this episode of the uh, uh, of this season. So, I, I really enjoyed that part. All righty. So this week they started. Uh, Handmaid's Tale starts off, and everybody's going to. Everybody is proceeding to a church, right? Everybody is going to. Which I thought that was kind of weird. No, like why was everybody in their own classes? Like, is it was that weird to y'all? No, just um, it felt segmented, which is the way I feel like everything in Gilead is supposed to feel. Which and they've done stuff before where they've traveled to events and it's always segregated. They're always yeah. the handmaids are together, the Marthas are together, the but um, even like the commanders and their wives. Yeah, well, even there's like even later in the episode, you know, or we've seen it before where the handmaids like while in day to day they walk around like everybody else, but like whenever it's something important. They're all shoveled into a van, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know, like <laughs> kept away from everybody else. Like they don't ride with their commanders to an event or anything like that. They just get like they round them up like <laughs> like, all right, hens, we're going to go. go it's like to a the school hen bus house. comes and yeah. picks them up. Yeah, exactly. So uh, but they wait outside with their lunches. And there's a it, there's a great monologue at the beginning of this episode uh, where June's just kind of like going through her, you know, the way she feels basically. And I think we both wrote down the exact same line, Carla, <laughs> that we both loved. It takes a village and a machine gun. To raise a child, basically. Raise a child. <laughs> and uh I I loved that line uh just because it was so I it just was so funny to me. I was like, oh it's like you always hear it takes a child or it takes a village to raise a child. I love the the and a machine gun. And a machine gun. <laughs> all these eyes everywhere like holding all these guns and making sure everybody's walking single file and you know eventually we do find out that they are going to um a church yes they're yes. going to um have a dedication for the babies that were born I yeah was like a, the assumption like uh over the, the course of the last year yeah like yeah i think it was the, the last the year. year what was weird for me was as they were entering into the church all the handmaids who had had babies got a place of honor. They got special seats right up yeah, front. Yeah. Where they got, and I was like, that's so fucking cool. <laughs> it is. It is. <laughs> I think it's just another. You can another... call it a special seat, but for them to set up front to see, see their, their baby child. in somebody else's hand, yeah. that's fucked up. Like, I'm yeah. watching that, and June, you could tell, has that same feeling. But fuck. Her walking man. partner, though, off Matthew, she. Uh, it surprises June when, you know, Aunt Lydia says, oh, yeah, and, you know, she gets a place of honor, too. She gets a special seat. And she's like, oh, wait, you have a kid? She has three kids. Yeah. She's had yeah. three kids. That she has had to give up. But before that, we get to see Aunt Lydia balling out, riding in on a fucking jazzy scooter. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's, she, she's killing the hover round. That's what I have in my notes was the hover round. She Lydia's kills it too. Style on her hover round. I I wrote. Where is she gonna plug it in? <laughs> I wrote. Aunt Lydia is hell on wheels. 
because she is just well. She's carrying a rope. stick still. I mean, she oh, still yeah. has her stick, and then she's yeah, she's gonna fuck and something if up. Gets out of line, she can't just you know. Yeah. Run she's got that cattle prod. <laughs> yeah. So like you. <laughs> so yeah, we found we found out this new information about her walking partner. It's off Joe or off Matthews is the name. Yeah, her name. And uh, so she, yeah, she's got three kids. Um, but during this time, we're also getting these flashbacks to uh you know hannah's baptism uh which is you know coinciding like june is remembering everything that happened with her and uh you know her mom and how (laughs) her mom is like you know totally against the idea of having this baptism at all because she's like you know she doesn't believe in the religion aspect and also you see uh what's her what's her face uh not uh, yes she's even kind of like yeah these people don't want me here (laughs) (laughs) um which i felt like was her projecting a little bit yeah i didn't like that actually i didn't like her they literally had their backs towards her and she saw like you don't want me being the fairy godmother nobody said anything yeah exactly doing anything like unnecessary yeah, that that was one of the, I did write that down too. That that was one of the lines that kind of bothered me in the episode, just because I was like, "Is it the idea? Is it because she's black? Because that doesn't make any sense. Because Luke's black as well, or is it because she's gay? And then she's just projecting her thoughts onto people that really don't seem to even know her, notice or care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that was one of my little beefs with the just the beginning I, of the episode i had that same beef i was like no you're you're out of line on this one like nobody cares anymore yeah <laughs> even religious people they don't care unless it was something that well they just haven't shown people, in the show so yeah, yeah. Well, maybe. I mean, maybe there's a storyline that they haven't shown in the show or and maybe that was you know they were already getting to some of the gilead shit you know, because yeah. they were restricting, uh, they started, you know, a long time before, you know, they started bombing, they were restricting rights and stuff like that. Maybe that was one of them. Maybe yeah, that was part of it. I don't know. I don't. They don't, you, they don't explain it in the show. It's just a. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. It's not explained in the show. So therefore I don't think that it, it, I think it's just her, her head. Like, I think. I think she was somebody that projected thoughts on other people the whole time, like before the shit popped off. I agree. Okay. Because, I mean, there are people that do that. She just has that strong personality. Like, she just. Yeah. 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 Um, So then we, you know, then. I like her better now. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I like her more like now. <laughs> but so then we have we have all the babies come in and all the you know commanders and their wives they all come in and uh it's this mass like uh dedication or baptism or whatever you want to call it um the one thing i'll say about this um i just went to a same thing like a dedication for my niece a couple weeks ago like a couple months ago and it was just like this and that creeped me it fucking creeped like when i watched this on the on the tv today i was like they had this is on stage with the laps yes they had the parents up on the stage in the water they they had the they had all the parents on the stage they had um they had the families in special seats 
um they had they they even like when he's talking about like you know it's everybody's job to raise this kid he, they did that same stuff that's it, crazy it, and I, I yeah it was I, when i was watching the episode i was like well this is a little bit too close to life <laughs> for me <laughs> for me like i know some of this shit's realistic but come on now yeah um it was it was just a little too close for life uh for me um the great thing is though you have all these families up there that have all their children and there's no nicole and there's no nicole yeah and because nicole got out and uh fred fred is sitting up up. yeah serena doesn't even show up yeah serena doesn't show up uh what did you guys think of the line uh that june says about him where she says what did, what did she say? Um, I don't. I didn't write down her exact words, but she said something. She's feeling something towards um, him. She doesn't know what it is, but it isn't love. Yes. So, what did you think about that? I like, how, was, how did you feel? I don't know. Like, I was like, I and I don't think it is love, but it's. She has some sort of. There is a connection there. There is a connection. Uh, like she I, has a connection to that family, whether it's gonna. I mean, they used to rape her. Yeah. yeah, there's that. Yeah, I I don't know what the what it is though. Like I don't know if it's is it is there a sexual attraction there? Because you know they used to go off to the the whorehouse. Yeah, it, but even then, I always felt like that was her just playing into the the role that so she had she to miss, play. Yeah. Does she miss having that that play? Yeah, chase. Because right now she's not getting it with Lawrence. Yeah, he's he's so disinterested in it. Yeah, so maybe it's just the chase that she misses. I I don't know. Like I said, for me, it was one of those things when I heard the line, I was like, I don't know what to make of this line. And I'm still, I'm not sure what to make of the line at all. Um, I hope they explain it a little bit more in the episode, you know, in the coming episodes about and I think we will see that because, well, you know, not to give any, not to get ahead of, you know, not to get too far ahead, but there's stuff that happens that we're going to talk about later where you're like, oh, she, she's anything that she had, it's going to turn just straight into hate. <laughs> like any yeah. kind of feelings, it's going to become hate. Um, but yeah, that line was one of those ones where I was just like, what, what are they saying? What is, what are the writers saying? I have no idea. Yeah, I wrote I it down either. as well. I feel like I should probably have listened to a podcast or something to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my job on here isn't to explain anything. It's just oh, no, I'm not, I, this, this is nothing against you. I'm just saying that's probably where I should have gone for my information. <laughs> now, I'll say this. I did watch the inside the episode and the guy that was talking about it said that is a line from the book. That they did not use until now, so oh. I would love to go back and like this goes back. I've to, never, I've never actually watched any of the Handmaid's Tale um, inside the episode, inside the episode stuff. No, yeah, it's like they do, they do Should one I after check every that one out. They do one every episode, and it's only like three minutes long, and they don't really like. It's not like the Game of Thrones ones where they actually like really get into like thirty minutes of yeah, yeah where they like really, really enjoyed those. Yeah, those are awesome. I love yeah. them. I wish Handmaid's Tale did that. Uh, I wish they would get more 
in depth with it, but they just don't. Um, but yeah. So after that, we kind of leave June for a little bit and we go back to our uh, home girl up in uh, Canada. Uh, our hey, clitless uh, friend. <laughs> She's my BFF. Leave her alone. Uh, Emily, yeah. right? Emily, she arrives by train destination unknown. There's nobody there. She's looking around like WTF. I'm by myself. And then all of a sudden, what is her? What's her wife's name? Sylvia. Yeah, yeah, I believe Sylvia, Sylvia yeah. shows up. <laughs> yeah, Austin knows. Hey, Austin, what's her names? <laughs> I don't know her names. I know Emily. I know Emily's name. I will say, I I really enjoy the Emily stuff. Um, um, I really love the shot of her coming out. It was uh because it was like very the way it was shot was. It reminded me of like war films, because it was like she was very disoriented, um, like the around, yeah spacey and exactly yeah, I, and, and, uh, and the way it was worried. shot. Yes, I, I really love the way it was shot. Yeah, I mean, and even though she was in a crowded place, there still was that isolation. Well, uh, g- g- the great the, thing about it is it, it it goes from like her perspective when everything's like slow and kind of like you said foggy and like not focused and then there's this great shot where it's like just pulled back and it just shows her standing there and it's like nothing nothing crazy is happening it's just just normal life going on it's just normal life it's just like that's the way she feels i really love how the camera worked to make how it was like the camera work was there to make you feel like she felt but then when it pulls back you're like oh wait fucking it's just people getting on and off you know going down in the subway yeah I really like that. That that was like a nerdy thing for me. <laughs> That's but good. we I get, enjoy nerdy things. Uh, she gets reunited, man, um, and it's super. Yes. It's super awkward. It but is I, so awkward. I love the fact that they went that route with it, though, because they very easily could have just made it. Oh, it's a happy ending. She's with yeah. her wife, but no. After you know, you know, you know, at least three years or so, it's gonna be awkward. I mean. So she 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 meets up with her wife. I, I mean, yeah, they I cry, guess. They cry, they hug. Yeah, they cry, they hug. Um, and I think that's kind of just what they show in that scene, right? They don't they don't really do anything else other than just show the reunite. No, I, I mean Emily just or not Emily. Um, Sylvia, I couldn't find parking. <laughs> yeah, which is yeah. just and that's another thing is it's such a normal thing that I think you know, kind of throws her off because yeah. I don't think she's Emily's still not used at this point to, to normalcy. Normalcy. Yeah. Like the fact that she couldn't find parking is weird to her. Like <laughs> she's like, you can't find parking. I don't have a clit. I had to run away from, I had to <laughs> swim in a potato. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's all the same. <laughs> <laughs> I got high blood pressure now. <laughs> or high cholesterol. Cholesterol. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's life. <laughs> it's life. Sometimes shit happens. But then we smash cut back to what I like. What I wrote down as Detective June and uh, Serena, <laughs> because they get invited. Whose house did they get invited to? I can't ever remember um, that. Um, the Putman, Putnam. So Angela's parents. So here's a problem I have with that. You know, you know, you know that girl is going to do something 
Yeah. Why why did they have the handmaids there in the first place? Except well, for even... to get June with Serena again. Yeah. So on the car right there, Aunt Lydia's feeling like hot and flustered and June, are you okay? And she's like, Mind your own business. <laughs> yeah. So. I love her trying to walk up the stairs too. She's like, No, I got this. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm like, bitch, you were riding around in a jazzy. <laughs> you got stabbed. Like, take some help. Yeah, no, not, not, not Aunt Lydia. She's she's a baller. Baller. Lydia um, looks at a uh, Janine. Yeah, Janine. You're gonna be a good girl today, aren't you? Uh huh. <laughs> Here's the like, thing. <laughs> We've watched two seasons. We know that Janine is not going to be a good girl. Well, Janine, Everybody like, knows I just that. sit there and I'm like, you can't have these mentally unstable people popping out babies for y'all. Like, why? Why is this a thing? Like, because she has mental, just because she's fertile doesn't mean that this is a good idea. <laughs> exactly. And, and the she's thing old- is, is you remember her in the first season? Is she was normal? Yeah, she was normal. She just was broke so hard by when hey, they made her a handmaid's you, tale. You have your fucking eye plucked tale. out. And see see exactly. how exactly how, like you how much work in the colonies. Well, yeah, yeah, she was so she was so different and kind of rebellious, and then she lost an eye, and after that, she's just kind of been the space case. You know, she's just kind of out there and yeah, so, uh, yeah. So then when Serena shows up, uh, <laughs> I love when she asks June, uh, like, what what did I miss? <laughs> and June replies, jello shots, charades, <laughs> a little karaoke, you know, the normal. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I do like how June just completely sees her as an equal now. Like, to her, like, Serena's really not anything. Yeah, that's going to change. But, I was going to say, but is that... <laughs> A bad thing for Serena? <laughs> no, honestly, it's a bad thing for June. Yeah. Because she's believing that she's got Serena and Fred where they where she wants them. Yep. And uh yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll find out later. <laughs> but they're teaming oh. up again and I love it. I love the Serena and June team up. I do too. Angela's mom thanks uh, June for saving her on the bridge as well whenever they arrive. Oh, yeah, that's right. She does. Which I thought was pretty nice. She says, yeah. I will never forget that. I, I mean, I think that's great. I and think Janine's it's... over there just grinning. <laughs> She's like, no, you were going to kill her. <laughs> I was bitch. there too. <laughs> yeah, we know. You were the one that was trying to kill Angela. I also wrote down here. Fred is dumb and blind <laughs> because he just walks over to a uh, uh, to Serena and June like everything's fine. <laughs> like, I'm just like this guy's the he's just gullible. He's so fucking stupid. Well, but you got to remember in that world, the man is everything. You know, it's yeah. a, he's supposed to. It's supposed to be normal because like he's he, there, and he, he says he reaches it is. out his hand, and Serena just straight walks by him. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, uh, yeah. When he he she when he just walks by her, I'm just like, or when she walks by him, I'm like, man, Fred is so dumb. Why why does no, he think all, that I'm here for Naomi? 
Naomi. Naomi. That's her name. Now we is that know the baby? Mrs. Put- no, that's Put- Mrs. Put- Putnam's name. Oh, Naomi. that's right. <laughs> Naomi Putnam. So we just had to get to it in the notes. See? I took the, I took the, take good notes. There we go. <laughs> oh, look at you. But then we, we're back to Emily. We go back to Emily. Uh, and, uh, you know, she's uh, her big her big concern is does Oliver... That's their son's name. I wrote it down. Whoa. I wrote down Oliver. Whoa. I never knew his name before. Uh, but her big thing was, you know, does Oliver remember remember her? Uh, uh, which, I do like how they both acknowledge that it is super awkward. Yeah, yeah, I do I, like that as that, well. That was, a, that was a nice little part because both of them are like, this isn't what we thought it was going to be. I loved how it showed um, Sylvia's hand, like, holding the water and her, like, shaking, like, extremely nervous extremely yeah. just also that she was still wearing the wedding ring i don't know if that's something yeah. that she put on just for this or, or if is that's... there somebody else that just isn't there right now that's true never thought about I mean, that we've seen that in the manifest did you ever watch that tv show no moved on yeah but that, that's different because they thought I... anyways regardless you know i've seen but i've seen castaway so i know <laughs> Wilson? you know yeah, Wilson. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, so like... So, oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say... Um, I thought it was kind of sad, Emily, looking at all the memories, the pictures... That she, she wasn't a part she of. She wasn't a part of, like, in the living room. Like, yeah, the kid but, playing soccer and... Like, that's all... Like, as sad as I was about that, you know, when she's like, does, does Oliver remember me? And, like... Uh, Sylvia doesn't say anything. She just takes her to the room and she just gets to see, you know, like pictures of her and, you the know, kid Sylvia. drawing the pictures. This yeah. is you trying to get back. Yeah, I really love that part. Like, that, I don't yeah, have like, kids. Every picture in his room was of, yeah, you know, of Emily, which was awesome. Yeah, I really love that. I thought it was so sweet when Oliver does show up. And uh, he says that, what, is, what, is, what did I write? I'm not supposed to hug you until you're ready. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's so sweet. That's so sad. Because I, I love her, you know, her answer back was like, I'll hug you when, when or when you, you can hug me. Yeah, when we're both ready. ready. Yeah, I love that. Like, oh. like I said, no kids here still was just, it was, I was eating it up. I was like, oh man, this is. This is so good fucking writing. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I really love the whole Emily stuff. This the whole episode. I, I I enjoyed it all. You know, there was only, you know, three three beats where we get with Emily really in the whole episode. Uh and they're not like really long, you know, they weren't really really long uh scenes, but I think the Emily stuff might have been like you said some of the strongest stuff in the in in this episode. Yeah, it was really powerful. Yeah, um, I really enjoyed all that stuff. I actually I, during I, I, oh, I was just saying, during I, all that I wrote, I said, "Wow, this is great reunion with her child." I said, "This is this is." I just wrote, "Wow, this is great." <laughs> <laughs> like, that's it's sad when it's like I'm just writing call. down my thoughts. Right. <laughs> you have fossils in your backpack? No, silly. I have drawings. Oh. oh yeah, that's. I mean, like I said, all that stuff was really great. 
the the kid was really good too um i love it when she looks at um sylvia and she just goes he's so big and she's all i know i know i loved like that this that's the shit that really really uh, glued it together i couldn't see one of my kids for three years and then saw him three years later it just like sydney three years ago was completely different than she is now yeah yeah so it would be crazy to see my I, i was just thinking Good thing we have Facebook memories to go back. Because <laughs> now I know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, yeah. But no, I like because like, yeah, like when I think of Sydney, I think of, you know, the wedding when I, you know, when I was dancing with her at the wedding or like when she was six months old. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then like with same thing with Aria, I think of her when, you know, I was out there and she was, she was a baby. It's like, this is crazy. When you tried to drown her in water. I didn't try to drown her. He, he didn't. The priest did. Yeah, the priest <laughs> did. Jeez, that guy was a nut. You better watch out for those guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, and then we go back to um, Gilead, and Janine is giving Aunt Lydia a tea, and Janine tells Aunt Lydia that she prayed so far hard for her to get better that we all did. Um, Bitch, no, we didn't. No, I, no. I feel like that's just Janine trying to get to see Angela. She's I've... trying to earn herself the brownie points or she's and, just know, crazy now and i liked aunt lydia you know well everybody blames me for you know what happened with emily i shouldn't have saved her from the colonies and janine well, i'm glad you saved me aunt lydia agrees yeah and then they laugh like, um and then I, don't I loved f- it they cut to the kitchen and the uh, in the kitchen the other handmaids were fucking janine should have spiked that shit with poison <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm paraphrasing, yeah. but you know. Oh yeah, but then you still have uh, what's her name standing up for? She's just doing her job, you know. She's like, you know, I'm like, Off everybody Matthew. just shut up. Everybody just kind of looks at her like. Well, and then wait, with Off Matthew, you're like, okay, you've had three kids, like, and she's always been so like, well, that's the way that you know God wants, you know, it's the will, you know, like, no, it's not. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just want to punch her in the face. Uh, <laughs> and then Fred comes in the room, and uh, he tells them all to go get the buffet, which they're not allowed to do. Go get but... their deviled eggs. <laughs> which I like how June's like, you know, they're not supposed to do that. He goes, I'll take care of that. I'll take care of the wrath. Like, what? You're such a dick. You just got all those handmaids in trouble. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know they all went out there, too, and started eating deviled eggs and got in trouble, so... <laughs> Deviled eggs are so good. It's it's <laughs> worth whatever cattle prod you get. Um, but Waterford says that Serena is going through a challenging time. Is that what it is, Fred? <laughs> a challenging time. In his mind, yes. Again, I'll refer to my line up here: dumb and blind. <laughs> Then what June more or less is, you know. Connive in June. Yeah, being <laughs> conniving again. He says, you know, we need to move on together. Um, is that what your wife wants? And he said, Serena isn't satisfied with planting flowers or 
knitting and june says not sure she ever ever was are you open to change change give her a voice behind the scenes and so he tells she's telling him to make her more powerful even if it's behind closed doors um yeah i mean i feel like i i feel like that's something that fred probably did at the very beginning of everything when things first were popping off um that she had a little bit more say but then as the power shift started to happen where women had less and less power he was more inclined to not take her opinion on things um and the reason i say that is because he even did that with june in the first season where he would ask her to you know edit or uh proofread things but he wouldn't ask his own wife to at that point but then also he's been losing rank and losing He's not as powerful yeah. as what he was. Yeah. Because he's not listening to his wife, I think. Exactly. Like she helped him get there. And she well, we talked about last week too. He she is the reason he is where he is. Yeah. Yeah. And uh without her, it's really hard for him to maintain, you know, his position. Exactly. I really like that. Yes. <laughs> to read my notes here but i can't <laughs> <laughs> so then it cuts to serena is smoking in the pool and it's an inside pool room isn't it cool which wrote, was really cool yeah I, I totally wrote it down like what a cool room oh the the indoor pool well oh, yeah. it, when june walks in Where she's the like frick are they the supposed fuck? to be living that because this is just like it's these houses. it's supposed to be uh cambridge massachusetts and I also just feel like nobody in Gilead is swimming. <laughs> I don't care that she has an indoor pool. I don't have a feeling that anybody's actually like putting on a bathing suit and going swimming. But it was like clear water, so they take care of it at least. Yeah, they really do. Like <laughs> inside, how dirty can it truly get? Just keep adding chlorine to it. You're good. Oh yeah, uh, but I was just like, oh my gosh, like this is a great pool. This is, I mean, not, no one's using this. Yeah, I mean, even June was all. I feel like June walked in and goes, so how come Commander Waterford got the shit house and then these guys got the house with the freaking pool inside? Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, Waterford wasn't as important as as we thought he was. But the Putnams, they're, I don't know what they do. Well, never mind. Yeah, I don't know. I say we'll find out a little bit later. Kind of. the next episode. They go to a room, so clearly like, He's, he's he's a commander. He's, a he's well. He's a commander. He's a higher up. But what he does, commander. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So the big you point of her going in there. No. Um, the big point of her going in there is to kind of tell Serena, "Hey, uh, Fred's going to give you. Yeah, talk to your husband. He's going to give you some more power." And that's when he has. She has the line of uh, when she goes. Um, uh, well, I only have a uh, certain power to a point, and then June responds, "Move the Move point." The point. Um, which is a very nice line. <laughs> like line. Wear the dress and pull the strings. I wrote that down as well. <laughs> it's a good line. It was yes. a good line. Yep. Well, Carla so- wrote, "Wear the dress and pull the strings," and then put the uh, sunglasses emoji. <laughs> 
And then I'm three- copying my notes. <laughs> you sent them to me. <laughs> and then uh, they share a cigarette. And then they share a cigarette. They, 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 they. And it was pretty funny because uh, I did. Serena copy the way that June was smoking her cigarette because when June lights it, she like does this like arm and like the arm over thing, and she's smoking it. And then the next cut is of of Serena doing the exact same thing. <laughs> I was like. Is she copying her? I don't know. I think June was copying her. Actually, I had no idea. She walked in. She was lounging down like that. Ah, from my memory, but I think they were just yeah, both chilling, like smoking a cigarette. So after the scene ends with them uh, smoking, smoking some cigs like French, like French people, (laughs) Uh, we cut back to Emily uh, for the last time of this episode. Which I really enjoyed that scene with the kid. Like to me, that scene was just—it's on like a million different levels in my head right now. So yeah, um, so it's bedtime, and uh, you know, uh, Oliver's going to bed, and he he picks out a book. I I am assuming you guys deal with this regularly Some, sometimes, where it's like, well, I bet you know enough where they want a book, but. You know, he doesn't want to, uh, uh, Sil- Sylvia. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, like I've been saying the whole fucking name the whole time to read the book, but he wants Emily to Emily read to the read book it. to him. Yeah. And, uh, like she can't even get through it. She's crying. And honestly, by this been. point, I'm kind of like emotionally, like I fucking feel for her. <laughs> and then her mom's like, crying. Literally everybody is crying. Yeah, yeah. No, and I, then, I definitely and then, up and then finally, like the kids, like I'll finish it. <laughs> <laughs> He's Clearly, not you don't you don't remember how to read, Mom. <laughs> But I do like, I love it. Like, he's like, I think he's more emotionally in tune where he's like, okay, they're having a tough time getting through this. Let me, (laughs) I'll read this. To me, like, it was, whenever that was happening, it was, it's a precious moment because she's reading to her kid for, you know, first time in years. Yeah. But it was also, you know, two weeks ago, if I would have been caught reading a book, I would have you know, lost an eye. I would have yep. been sent back to the colonies. Like, like it was probably so emotional for her on so many different levels because of everything. Like she's reading out loud to a man, a boy, a man, yeah. you know? Well, I, I even thought about it. Cause I mean, I'm, this is dumb, but I was like, you know, she hasn't read in a long time. So I, we all know words and I imagine I mean if I never if I didn't read I guess I would know how to read still like riding a bicycle I guess but some been, of those it, dinosaur w- words were hard <laughs> that's what I'm, <laughs> saying. I'm not gonna lie like I'd have been like I don't know I don't know how to pronounce this one he just, <laughs> uh, he what's this pretty one, well, but I don't know if he would have been able to read that um, no but joke. yeah <laughs> so you know after well, no, do we come back to Emily one more time in that We episode? do come back one more time towards the end and they go That's on the right. porch. But, but this is like the last like big significant chunk uh, yeah. that we see with Emily. And yeah, I loved it. Like I said, for me, the, all the Emily stuff was some of the best stuff of this, this episode. I agree. Um, I agree. 
Finally, we go back to uh, June. They're wrapping up the party. Uh, the handmaids are starting to uh, return to the bus, I guess. That way Aunt Lydia can take them home. And for some reason, June gets to hang back and talk a little bit longer than everybody else, right? No. <laughs> no, you skipped it. You oh, what did I skip? Um, Naomi brings out Angela because she woke up and she wanted you know her to say hi to everybody. And uh, Oh, yeah. She tries pawning Angela off on Serena, which is a dick move, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, here, hold like, it. Hold Because I know you miss having a kid that, you know, got kidnapped from you. I, like, I've never had a child get kidnapped, but I've had a miscarriage, and I never wanted to hold a child for, I still don't think, like, it took me, like, a year to hold another child. Yeah. Though. Like, just period. Like. Yeah. So. Here, Serena, hold my baby. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, Naomi. <laughs> you know how long it took me to like somebody's like Facebook post that they were pregnant? Like, uh. Fuck you, Naomi. You hold Angela. <laughs> and she does go look terrified in that moment. <laughs> like, I don't want to fucking hold your baby. Like, but my thankfully, baby's gone. Back yeah. off, bitch. But guess who so. wants to hold that baby? Yeah, and say thankfully Janine comes and saves the day on that one. Yeah, so that, uh, <laughs> Janine, so the most Serena sane person. Yeah, like so, I mean. so Janine is like creeping around, and June is trying really hard to like stop it. Stop, stop. No, no, Janine. No, I no. love if you. I love if you watch the extras. They're all just kind of looking like the fuck is going. On? <laughs> it's like nobody told them what was going to happen. And then Janine gets you know, in front of Naomi and she, you know, can I hold Angela? Yeah. And she lets her and it's yeah. this beautiful thing. And she, Oh, you know, and holds the baby. They're all lovey dovey. And then she hands the baby back like the real quick, back. which was, I, then, I thought she was going to like, it was going to struggle to get the baby back from her, but no, I she's thought just she like going to turn around and run. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel in the next episode. Get, get tased. <laughs> Don't tase me, bro. I got a baby. Don't tase me. So, you know, it was very sweet. Very, <laughs> like everybody's all like, <gasps> and then she opens and then her mouth. She starts talking, and she's all, <laughs> "I think it would be great if Angela had a sibling." Yeah, I want back oh, in the God. family. I want to be by Angela. I want to be by my child. Yeah, like I don't know her exact wording, but more or less, and then. Uh, Aunt Lydia goes Aunt full bat shit. Aunt Lydia goes bonkers and yeah, bat beats the shit crap, crazy. Beats the crap out of her with the baton, and then it takes June to throw herself on top of her. And she's just like, Janine. her eyes are like, no, no, <laughs> no you know, like man. And everybody else in that room is just looking at Aunt Lydia. Here's, I wrote this down. I just wrote, how is it? I wrote, this is what I wrote down. How is it that everybody else gets in trouble for breaking the rules, but Aunt Lydia can beat the fuck out of a handmaiden who are supposed to be almost above all rules, and nothing happens to Aunt Lydia? Yeah, like, she lost. How is it, this though. possible? Bitch well, lost but it. but the ants are supposed to be the ones that uh, control them. Exactly, but they're their who, commander. Who controls the ants? <laughs> like, <laughs> Because well, and then, I mean, even June's like, somebody stop her, and nobody would, so that's why she threw herself down there. Yeah. 
But I mean, when Aunt Lydia kind of came to and realized what she was doing, like you can tell she wasn't. She was afraid of herself. Yeah. She, for letting her emotions do that. And she she does apologize for it. Yeah, I wrote down. I mean, Aunt Lydia is the damn devil. Janine is carried out by you know eyes. Yeah, I wrote Aunt Lydia is the damn. Probably devil. getting ready to get rid of her other eye for her. Yeah. Oh God! Oh my God! Uh. I mean, she's just not stable. And I like I said, this goes back to just the end of the episode. I'm like, why did they bring her here? This is the worst mistake. That any like no this does not end well. <laughs> no, no, there's no. no version of this where it ends where Janine's like, okay, let's go, and then just skips away. <laughs> like, yeah, bye, Janine. Angela. <laughs> yeah, she's nuts. Like she's yeah, she's crazy. But after that, that's when 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 the episode kind of wraps up, uh, and. Uh, it actually goes to Aunt Lydia when she's at home, and she does a silent, ugly cry on the screen. Yeah, she does that like mouth open. It here's the thing: it, it the show the show makes me want me, but yeah, she was it. she was doing an ugly silent cry. the The show makes you want or want to feel something for Aunt Lydia, but I I don't feel anything for her. I think that it's all these people are doing all these bad things and they're all breaking. Yeah. You know, everybody sure. knows that. Well, you, th- you think so. See, the thing with aunt Lydia is I don't feel like she is breaking. I feel like she's just like, I I feel like she's been, she's been this inv- uh, evangelical person her whole life. And now she's just in a world where her views are the, 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 the majority, not the minority. And so she feels like all her actions are just until she feels now like a pariah for Emily getting away, you know? Yeah. That's just the way. And and the show is trying to make me feel like that. And I'm like, I don't feel like that because I feel like she's just a bad person. She's a bad person. That's me. She's a bad person. That's that's one man's take. (laughs) I I can see her as a... I was say, I can see her as a bad person and still feel for her. I can't. Because <laughs> in her eyes, she's doing everything that is asked of her. She's doing what, you know. Eh, so did the, the Nazis. Lord... <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know where to go with it. Yeah. Boom, baby. <laughs> Anyway. I guess I'm done with that one. I have no idea. No, <laughs> no, no defense. Rebu- yeah, no Josh just went trump card. I know. Well, got, you got me there. <laughs> um, so uh, that goes back to Emily. Yep. Oh, yeah. Emily, one more time. Her and her, her wife share a beer. They do. She walks out onto the porch and tells her, I think I'm going to go to the hotel. She's all, okay. Maybe I'll stay a while. <laughs> okay. They sit on the porch and they have themselves a beer. And it... It was just as awkward then as it was when they first saw each other. And I loved it. Like, yeah, it shows that it's not going to be easy. Like, it's going it, to be a challenge for them. It's a long road to recovery. Exactly. It's the, um, the That's what I wrote down. Long road to recovery. But again, I like how the show did that. They very easily could have just had this be a happy in, you know, they see each other, they smile, they laugh, they cry, they 
are excited and it's normal. And yeah, the next thing, normal. The, yeah, the next scene is them cooking breakfast for Oliver in the morning. <laughs> you know, listening to fucking Al Green or something. <laughs> they they <laughs> could have done I'm that. I'm glad but they, they didn't do that. Yeah, they chose the harder option, <laughs> which is the more realistic option. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm sure scenes like that are very common with people coming back from war and stuff like that. You know, so I just, I really enjoyed all the Emily stuff. And then we're back to June and Serena and June's still trying to convince Serena to, you know, go back to Fred. Fred. And, and uh, isn't that, isn't this when June, uh, June finds out where her daughter goes to school? Yes. yes. Serena actually helps her out and gives her that little bit of information. She said a, a girl of her age and where she lives at, she probably would go to this school. Um, and they do recess at this time. So go check it out. And then she, she disappears dis- like Batman. Yeah. She, she like, turns she around. Like, ninja, like- ninja vanish. <laughs> she did. She's disappeared like Batman. Just gone. <laughs> But then the final scene is uh, they uh, there's a there's something to do there's a to do, and uh, June is like, uh, what's going on? So she goes to investigate, and uh, being the nosy little handmaid she is, yeah, she's just a nosy Nelly, isn't she? Yeah. Um, she goes into the room or she goes over to a room, and uh, Serena and Fred are there looking at a an iPad, and. Uh, they call her into the room, and it happens to be Luke and Nicole on TV, which is so dumb. Oh, I was I'm I'm I, I'm not I happy that, that he I did was that. Just like, you're a fucking moron. He did, yeah. he doesn't. I don't think he realizes the the like, amount I, of to me. Like I sit there and I wonder what the rest of the world is thinking about Gilead. Like, how do you not know? Um, Commander Waterford, you know, like, because he is of high importance, or was until he was demoted. Like, you know, he was, you know, traveling, him and his wife were, like, the Waterfords are well known. So why would you go on TV knowing that that is yeah. you know, a Waterford baby? So, so the and big sit there the, and be like, oh, this is Nicole. Well, and then like, not, you're, you're not, why would you do that? Are, you are. One, you're telling them where you are, but then now everybody knows that June's baby ended up with her husband, so that puts them in danger. Yes. You know? And that's what I wrote. I wrote, you know, now Gilead knows where Nicole is, and uh, because of that, that Luke and Nicole are now in danger. Well, Luke and Nicole and uh, everybody... I mean, because yeah. that, that can come back to everybody. I mean, yeah. Serena. <laughs> exactly. So it's just one of those things where I looked at it, and that's that's where the episode ends. That's where episode uh, four ends, y'all. Wah, wah, wah. Wah, wah, wah. No, that's not the end of the episode? Nope. I thought that was the end of the episode. No, it cuts what to happens? Nicole's baptism. Oh yeah, Luke, Luke, uh, Luke oh, and Mora yeah. go and take they're, her. They're talking to somebody we don't know who it is, and it's um, them talking to a priest. And the priest is, you know, well, where's the mom at? 
Oh, well, yeah. we're, we're like godparents, moms in Gilead and the priests all say no more. Yeah, and yeah. And the priest does um, baptize Nicole. Um, what do they say? It says, they said, this one should be absolved um, for their sins. Yeah. So. And that's where the end, the end of the episode. Right into episode five, y'all. Let's go ahead and pick up the pace. <laughs> episode uh, five, unknown caller. I did not take as many notes for this episode. Carla took four times as many notes for this episode. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, I didn't. It's long. No, I didn't. I would have taken probably the same amount of notes. As me or him? As me. All right. Since Carla, you have the since you have the more notes, you get to lead. Uh, it opens with a chance. Um, people still chanting in um, Luke holding Nicole in his arms. Um, you know, back to the where we had left off at, and June is speaking over, saying how Nicole is safe, Luke is safe, they're together, my baby is free. Um, and then it goes to the handmaids are at the market. Um, off Matthews, you know, says, um, I pray for your husband. And she says, that is kind. I pray that he returns baby Nicole to her right for her home. Her rightful home is with her parents. Praise be. I know he'll do the right thing. You wouldn't have married him. Um, and she says, you have better judgment than that under his eye. And June responds, bite, bite me. me. <laughs> <laughs> All I wrote down was, Bite me. Bite me. <laughs> I just, and again, it goes back to off Matthew. Like, she is, like, you know, we, we didn't say it, but like at that party, um, as everybody was leaving, she, you know, leans into um, June and tells her, that's what you get for, oh, you yeah. know, the whole Janine thing. So it's, yeah, like, yeah. You've clearly drank so much Kool Aid. <laughs> uh, yeah but luckily that comes back to play too thank heavens um i have Praise we me. are all in danger written down but i don't know what that means um <laughs> i like your notes who mine <laughs> yes I was saying, mine or his. my notes aren't very good on this one either but anyways it cuts to june uh june um she's uh overhearing lawrence and his wife and he compliments her on the hair um i thought it was sweet right like you can tell like there is still something there yeah um but anyway she's you know june's all blessed day commander and he's all the answer is no because <laughs> <laughs> he already knows that she's gonna ask for something <laughs> Right, and she's like, "No, I just want to know if my husband is safe." And he says, "Oh, that's I don't know. Does he wear a seatbelt? (laughs) Does he watch his blood pressure? Because that's the silent killer." (laughs) That's where that's where we are all in danger came came from. Then, because I think I believe he says to her, "We're we're all in danger at this point." Yes, it does. I I truly have the cliff notes for this episode. <laughs> you do. June says, you know, they know where he is. Is he in danger? Are they going to hurt him? And then he responds back, we are all in danger. Yeah. Um. Shortly after that, we get the uh, the meeting at the house, right? 
Well, there's a uh, first first they uh they go to a building. We don't really we've never seen this building before, but um Fred walks out and he asks Serena to join in. And you know, Serena and Reed are sitting out there and Serena goes in and it is a conference room. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes. That's where she learns about that the baby's They've got records on on Luke, and they've got records on uh, Nicole. Uh, Nicole has a tooth. Yeah, Nicole has a tooth. She's yes. she's in a good percentile for her weight and height. <laughs> like <laughs> um, Luke has baptized his uh, child before, so he's not particularly religious, but he has baptized his child. Yeah. It's weird uh, weird the information they have. I love the sheet too. If you look at the the actual sheet that they hand her, there's a lot of stuff that's blacked out. Like just like medical records that are just like crossed through and I'm like, "Oh, I like that." It's just like a little thing that I noticed. Production. I, <laughs> I did not notice that. Yeah. Um like, but oh, they also whenever they were walking in, she says um or they she didn't say, but they were talking about how there's no ex- extradition treaty with Canada. Yeah. So they can't just be like, hey, we want her back. So. So this, like, I know, I don't want to get way too far ahead, but I feel like this might have been Lawrence's plan. What? Uh, An invasion of Canada. I don't know. (laughs) Hadn't thought about that. (laughs) Yeah. We'll get to that later then. That'll be near the end. (laughs) Teaser, everybody listen. So whenever everybody leaves the room, you know, Fred asks, well, what do you want? Serena responds with, I want to be with her. And I just want this all to be over. Yeah. Like to me, like whenever I watched that the first time I was, I want this all to be over. Like she's done with Gilead. Like that's how I I took it. But then, yeah, when I watched it the second time is, does she just want her daughter back or is she? Because. I don't know. Well, doesn't she say, I want her with me, but um, I know that, what was it, that, that she, it can't be, like, it's something along the lines, I want her with me, but it can't be here, basically. Like, I know that it can't be with her here. She just wants to go to Canada. Like, she just wants her. <laughs> to which me, the whole time, I'm thinking, oh, if she if she can figure out her way to go to Canada, uh, Serena ain't coming back. That's what I was thinking, too. That's how I thought about that. Which later in the episode, I'm like, well, my thoughts were gone. (laughs) I was wrong. Yeah. So then it cuts to June in her room, and then her Martha comes to get her, or knocks on her door and says, they're here. They're here for you. They're in the parlor. So June walks downstairs slowly, and it's the Waterfords and Lawrence. Um, And Lawrence says that they just want to have a conversation with you. And they, you know, ask her, hey, can you arrange a visit with Nicole? You know, Serena just wants to say goodbye. And she's all... Which is a really fucked up thing to do. Hey, we want you to call your husband and talk to him. But you only get to talk to him for two minutes. And you can't say anything worthwhile. And you haven't talked to him in over three years. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That's pretty messed up. Yeah, make it (laughs) quick. It's really... it's. Just a f- another fucked up thing to ask of a person. Um, I thought that was fucked up. I thought the idea that um, 
even the idea that June would go along with it, I thought was kind of the whole time I'm sitting there going as a viewer, I'm thinking if they find out where not only like they, they already know who he is and they already know kind of where he is, but if they can get to him any other way, the whole time I'm just sitting there going, they're going to send a hit out on this guy to get that baby no back. No joke. Like, like there's like, going to be somebody that's Which I thought that's him. what was happening at the end of the episode. Yeah. Uh, when um, he puts on the headphones. But before that, yeah. I mean, I was thinking, oh, he's about to die. Yeah. The whole time I'm thinking, like, this is like a setup, like, and I can't believe that June is going with it, you know? I almost feel like it wasn't an option for her. Like, she had to. W- whether she wanted to at- it voluntarily do it or not. She was doing yeah. that. Well, so she does end up agreeing to do it. Um, and she, you know, she tells Serena, like, well, I want to see my kid, too. And, you know, Serena yeah. says, you know, what do you want? She goes, I want you to owe me one. Yeah, yeah. So then she, they end up calling Luke. Luke denies the phone call. Which any sane person does when they see unknown caller. Unknown caller. caller. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't even answer it when it has a number. <laughs> who this unknown caller calls me back multiple times i'm still not answering yeah i'm not giving you any money leave a message even if i did use your money that you loaned to me or you're a freaking prince from a different country <laughs> you didn't get any of my money let's be realistic here nobody calls anybody we all just text each other and then we <laughs> we ignore it for three days and then we write back <laughs> right new phone who dis so he picks it up on the second one though which i did feel like was uh if you watch the inside the the inside the episode uh they actually talk about uh that they said in the writer's room they actually considered him not answering it at all because he's like he's like the same argument who who just answers an unknown caller like (laughs) like you would wait for like a message or something before you call back that number I yeah, agree. exactly. If you don't leave, if you don't leave me a message, I'm not gonna ever know who you are. That was just a little inside thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he denies it the first time. Then he answers it, and he's inside of a building, and then he walks outside of the building while he's talking on the phone, and it's raining outside. And I'm like, dude, why wouldn't you have stayed inside? <laughs> well, I don't. I think. Well, he was walking home. He he just bought some diapers, which was extremely expensive because nobody ever uses them. Yeah. So like a small pack of diapers and baby wipes was like eighty bucks or whatever. Yeah. And I thought that like, was funny. Um. So he's leaving there, and as he's walking out, that's when he accepts the phone call. I would have stayed inside and lingered a little longer. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're answering a it's phone raining. call, you're just yeah. But he was walking home anyways. It's raining. Well, the thing for me is that. So he answers the phone. It's June. He knows it's June. He's trying to talk to her. She's being robot June, basically. Um, You know, will you meet with Serena or will you meet with the Waterfords? You know, like the big thing, the big point is to arrange a meeting between Serena and Nicole and Luke. Uh, That way she can say her final goodbyes that she never got to say. But she did. She held the baby and handed it to June and then June took off with it. Yeah, I guess that she thought that 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 wasn't how it was gonna end. I guess, like, I, I, I really which don't. then to me it was they're they're setting up Luke. Yes, that's that that that's because, the exact yeah, same she thing. She did do that, you know. Yeah, I'm like, oh, this is all just a setup to fucking kill Luke or or something and get the get the baby back. 
Which Luke agrees, um, but he says that Commander Waterford is not allowed. He'll just meet with Serena. Yeah. Um, um, so they, well, they say I love you, and then the call's disconnected. And one of the best things of this episode for me is when Commander Lawrence uh, takes out his handkerchief, and he tries to give it to June, and she, like, denies it. But I love the gesture of him taking out his handkerchief and trying to give it to her to console her in some way. So again, I don't know how to take Commander Lawrence. Exactly. I don't know if he's a good dude or not. But I love it. I love the idea of it. I just don't like it. Like I said, there's something that, like that. I'm like, I feel like he's doing shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. It's and it's driving me nuts. But then. June will not cry in front of them, and I love no, that. She she will not give them the satisfaction. The satisfaction, yeah, yeah. I I love that. She just asks to be dismissed, and then leaves the room. Yep, I love that too. And then uh, Myra and Luke are in their room or in their living room. Well, how'd she sound? She sounded like June. That's the problem. I did not like that line. Why? Because she didn't sound like June. She did. I mean, she's vocally she did but there was no she was a she robot was well and i think that's i mean how did she sound she sounded like june she didn't sound good she didn't sound bad she just sounded like june like it was her voice but that's it for me i just i for some reason i did not like the line i think he just was that emotional and that excited just to hear her voice didn't yeah. matter if it was robot or not yeah, it was June's voice. <laughs> All right, so then it cuts Boom, to baby. Eleanor, <laughs> and she asked June um, how she is, and it must have been painful. And June said it wasn't what she imagined. Imagined. Eleanor tells her, um, "What matters is the love." Yeah, um, yeah. And then she says that uh, Commander Lawrence used to make her cassette tapes. He was a mixtape master. He was a mixtape master. She says that she misses the man that made her those tapes. And June said that, you know, well, he helped me and Emily. Like, that guy's probably still in there. And so anyway, she says, you know, the tapes are in the basement. June goes to the basement and plays um, a mixtape on the supersonic tape player. (laughs) And... And she's sitting there on the floor and she's listening to all these or the tape. And so like my immediate reaction was she's going to listen to all these tapes to get to know him better, learn his favorite song. That's what I thought, too. Like she's just going to be June and, you know, do a strip tease for him. Yeah. For one of his she's songs like, or something like she's going to reverse engineer the songs to work to her advantage is what I was thinking. Yeah, she, like she's yeah, going to, she's, she's like, I, I thought it was a, a gaining of knowledge thing that she was trying to do. Like yeah. get an insight into or just, who he is. Yeah, yeah. Trying to see who, who he is. Yeah. Or at like, least who he was. She or who out he was. In the garden next week's episode and be singing <laughs> the songs. <laughs> Uh, using her hoe <laughs> uh, yeah exactly uh, so there we cut to Serena. Serena packing to go on her on her trip to Canada and uh, her Martha comes in and, yeah with some food she's like and I love this and Serena's like 
yeah, I'm not hungry. Uh, I'm so full from last I'm night. I'm so full from last night. <laughs> I don't know why I like that. I was just like, oh, yeah, you, that's funny to me. And she's still like, well, I'll pack it up anyways. <laughs> <laughs> For the plane. <laughs> so Serena, you know, shows her the locket. Is, is it a locket? Is that what it is? It looked like it a, looks like it was a just some kind almost. of pendant. Or... It kind of looked like a pocket watch to me. Yeah. yeah, it was. I, I couldn't tell exactly what it was. I couldn't tell either, but it says on it with the engraving, um, for this child I've prayed or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, Rita says, you know, oh, she'll love it. You know, give her a kiss for me when you see her. And then Rita slides out a package and she's, you know, says, you know, here, take this or something along those lines. She's like, what is this? And she's like, well, doesn't say my name on it so i didn't open it and i didn't notice it the first time but it totally says for luke on it yeah i didn't notice it i did not notice it the first time i didn't i didn't notice it when she handed it to him but later i noticed it when it was sitting in her bag because she looks down yeah. on it and it says for luke yeah it totally said like it was in the shot and i'm like oh like if i would have seen it the first time i watched it i probably would have picked up on what it was yeah but I was like, oh, I'm fucking dumb. <laughs> I totally missed that. I'll tell you this. That Martha network works pretty well. It, yeah. It does. Hey. So, I mean. That Martha uh, network might be as good as fax machines. So, Damn. Right. Except, for, except for you can get physical <laughs> shit with it. Like exactly. a cassette tape. Or a package. So, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, somebody, <laughs> somebody cashing in on their, uh, you owe me one. Yep. <laughs> Which I didn't actually get that until I just now read your notes. I didn't. I didn't put that to that together at all. I didn't either. I didn't put those together until just now. But that could be the you owe me one. Yeah. What else is in my notes? I don't know. I just got to that line. Oh. <laughs> so then uh, Fred walks in, and Serena has to like uh, scurry to kind of like hide that cassette. Um, yeah, she does a pretty. I think and we don't know it's a cassette. Spoiler okay. alert. Oh jeez. Okay, so she has to scurry to hide the secret package, the package. that looked like a look like a brick of weed. <laughs> that's what, when I saw it, a, that's what I thought a, too. In a dirty fucking brown bag. <laughs> I have seen weed in those dirty brown bags before. Fifteen bucks, <laughs> little man. <laughs> put that shit in my hand. But yeah, so she he scurries to put it in, and she, he's kind of like, "All right, you ready to? You know, we got to get this this." Show on the road here. Got to get to the plane. Um, so they go to the plane, and it's this ginormous plane. Well, and what I thought he was going to go with her, and he didn't. Like, I thought he was going to go with her, like, and just stay back. Stay back. Yeah, yeah. But no, she went all on her own, which, which I'm surprised like, that he let her go all on her own. And I'm surprised she didn't try to run. So, anyways, she gets on this giant plane, and was it? Is it weird to you guys that there was no seats or nothing on the well, plane? Well, the plane was a cargo plane, and it looked like that they were... Because when they came back, there was a lot of stuff in the plane. I wrote, <laughs> and I thought I flew rough in the military. Jeez. Well, basically, that's what it was. It was like a military flight. It was a jump seat. I said, jeez, this lady's sitting on a fold chair, a folding chair. <laughs> I was like, I wrote, this is not safe. <laughs> Yeah, so it's just it's, it's a, a gutted plane, huge plane, not safe. Yep. But whenever the plane lands, I wrote, "Hot guy welcomes her." Oh yeah, uh, the the dude from the uh, 
the How US do you pronounce government. his name? What I, what's his name? It's T U E L L O. Okay. We'll, we'll just say Tulo. Tulo? I don't know. So, <laughs> he's from the US government. We'll he's just there. call him T. Yeah, T, Mr. T is there <laughs> from the US government to uh make sure that no funny business is happening. Yes. During this meeting. And he he tells her that uh Luke wants a very public place, you know, for protection. Yeah. And he tells her that she he brought her a change of clothes. Yeah, he's already that he gave her normal clothes. He's better than Fred already. I just, <laughs> he brought her I just clothes. Like, I like how he tried to make it her as normal as possible. Yes. And that's just the the more and more that kind of stuff was happening, I was like, she's not leaving. There's no way. Yeah. So they she go- looked funny in the loafers. I wrote that down. <laughs> <laughs> she looks funny and not green. And her hair down. When her hair was down, I was like, oh, look. I was like, oh, man, her hair's down. Like, that's different. You haven't seen that? That's different. <laughs> so she sees Luke. And he's like, do you want me to introduce you? And she says, no, no, just give me a minute. She's just standing back and taking it all in that she's getting ready to see Nicole again. So she walks over to him and she says, you know, bless you. And he says, fuck you. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) I, 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 I enjoyed that Luke didn't give a shit who she was. Uh, he's, she's not important at all to him or, you know, in his mind, Nicole. And yeah. I loved it. Oh, I do too. The problem I have with it, though, is like, as much as I like that, he also, a couple episodes ago, didn't give a fuck about Nicole either. <laughs> <laughs> but he does know. <laughs> yes, because the show needs him to. <laughs> Just because you don't like kids doesn't mean <laughs> other people don't like kids. God damn it. I love the Emily shit from last, the, the, from episode four. <laughs> don't but... give me that. Emily was earned this wasn't (laughs) but I do like that he told her fuck you I do feel like he wrote funny I do feel like he rubbed in the you're not her you're not her mother shit a little hard well because it's like adopted kids you know they're you know they're not biological you know parents either but you know I think I because never. it was in his mind, it is a rape baby from her. Her husband raped his rape wife, baby. so why, why do you get to claim the baby? That's and, gonna be my know. band name. I mean, yeah. rape baby. I don't think anybody will see you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Not so today. They climate. try to make small talk. Like, is she eating good? Well, she doesn't like peas, you know. And he, you know, he asked. I don't remember what it said, but anyway, he ends up like. He needs to know who has his wife. And she says, you know, Lawrence has her now. She's been reassigned. Um, and he's like, why are you here? You know, and does all that. Um, and he says, you know, like, it's not your daughter. It's not yours either. Want to know what I tell myself? She was my miracle. And I let her go because I wanted a better life for her. And so did your wife. Okay. If you can't honor my wishes, then honor hers. Okay. She tries to give him the locket and he's. Like, brah. Yeah, so, yeah. And then she said, you know, give this to the coal. I need you to understand that I protected your wife. And then Luke looks at her like, wait, what? What? Oh, he, he actually he, he actually says, like, what did you say? Like, he, he like, uh, is offended. Yeah. Offended by it. 
seriously offended by her. Which, like, her, I love that because it was Serena saying, like, yes, I was a part of this, but I don't agree with this, and I helped your life. Yeah, which and, he wasn't expecting that. Yeah, he was not expecting that she's, you know, team player. Like, yeah, she actually yeah. was, she let Nicole go. Yeah, like it wasn't, it was a group effort. Yeah, it wasn't just Emily in June. She played a part in that. Like, I I loved that. and But, you know, naturally, hot guy perks up and we need to end this. (laughs) Yeah, he's. Were you not paying attention? (laughs) You didn't pay attention to all the other hot moments in this episode. (laughs) Like, back the fuck off, dude. Yep. Uh, So so he does let her hold him. Yeah, so he lets her, her, yeah, Luke lets Serena hold her. Hold her. Uh, yes. Because I think then he kind of realizes like she's not a bad person. She's She is the enemy, but she's not the worst enemy. Yeah, yeah. That's how I felt too. So, and then, you know, Serena asks, you know, do you have a message for June? Um, and he says no. And then it cuts to her, um, Serena, leaving and a hot guy. That's what I refer to him as in my, in my notes. Mr. Mr. T. You know, he says, you know, the treason and coconut, you know, offer still stands. You know, like, you don't have to go back. You can be yeah. normal. And no. Nope. Yeah, help, help us go after Gilead, basically. Yeah. Says, she has you know, a lot of inside I knowledge. I live in Atlanta. And she says, I hope you get back there someday. Which, whenever she said that line... Like, I don't know if there was a map or something, but I definitely felt like, like Atlanta, like the whole eastern part of the states is Gilead now. Am I imagining yeah. that? So to me, um, like what she said, like, I hope you can get back there someday. Like, is that her saying, like, yeah, I want this to be over too? Yeah, that's, that's the way I read it. That's the way... I read the scene like I think she's getting to the point where she's over it, and I can say that now with the uncertainty of how the the, sh- the episode ends. I don't know if that's what she means at, at by the end of the episode. I don't necessarily. I mean, we're, we'll definitely talk about the end, but I don't necessarily think that that was what she wanted to do either. That was Fred's idea, and I think it was happening whether she wanted it to or not. I don't yeah. think that it was her idea. Yeah, I don't think she... In, I think it might seem... It, well, anyways, we'll get to that later. So anyways, anyways, so anyways, uh, that's how I took that. And then um, she slams the door behind her, you know, where all the, her stuff is left at. And she's just in tears crying. Um, then it cuts to her on the airplane. And a hot guy gave her a phone and a post-it yeah. that says, in case you need it. Which I'm like, dude, he's hot. Like, Yeah. She's gonna have to put that, that phone though. in her. She's gonna have to put that phone in her prison wallet, though. Yeah, yeah, she will. Because <laughs> <laughs> cell phones are not allowed. <laughs> so then it cuts to Lawrence, and he's playing music for his wife. June walks downstairs and watches them. Um, they're not really holding hands, but they're like sitting next to each other on the couch. So it's which I think it's a big gesture for the two of them. I think so as well. Like just like him complimenting her hair, it's them. Like they, I definitely felt like it was over the course of the last few years. Gilead has changed them, and like they're trying to find their way back to each other, back to how they were before. Yeah, um, I thought it was just, a really sweet scene. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it very much. Um, like awkwardly so then, sweet. 
Yeah. <laughs> so then um, Serena's plane lands. She sees Fred on the runway and he says, you know, well, how was it? And she said, it's perfect. And now it's over. They they hug. They touch. She cries. He gets teary eyed and he tells her it doesn't have to be over. Uh, yeah. And uh, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> At this point in the episode, I'm like, oh, this is not going to be good for Luke. <laughs> yeah, right? that's yeah exactly um so then it cuts to the supermarket with um off matthew mm-hmm. and she's just kind of blankly staring off into space and june you know you ready to jet i love that <laughs> i know i was like yeah she's she doesn't care about mm-hmm. some things still I love, or now I love, and I just, that's one of them just, just love she walks up to her. ready to jet <laughs> like it's a normal thing now that they just yeah. leave and go hang out and oh, it's funny um she's you know she says yes i'm just not myself today and she apologizes um for snapping at her and she says um i'm late and her eyes are just filled with tears and you know she's like oh you're with child and she's she responds you know May God make me truly worthy. And yeah. she asks, you know, have you told your commander? And she says, no, that she hasn't. Because everything that's going on with Angela, she didn't want to distract everybody. Yeah. And then she says something Nicole. something about, our, yeah, Nicole, sorry. Everything that's going on with Nicole, she doesn't want, you just didn't want to tell anybody. And she tells her that she's really glad that Nicole is safe. And she's glad that her husband is safe. Which I got the feeling like she doesn't want to give this kid to the commander. No. Like, no. This is her fourth kid. She's like, well, fuck. You know, I don't oh, yeah. I don't want this life for my kid. I think you know, and yeah. she she tells her, like, I really do think everything's going to be okay. Yeah. So it's like off Matthew, like, you know, before she was, you know, oh, I heard this. Oh, I heard that. Okay, if Matthew, I really think everything's going to be okay. Why do you say something like that? What's your whispers that you know, what you've heard? It's funny because she's a character that so far in this season, we've seen her be so, um, uh, off Matthew, be so righteous for what Gilead is for. Um, but then to see her be wavered by the idea that she's having another kid you know, fourth child. a fourth child that that she's not going to be. Yeah, it's like that she's not going to be a part of. Ish. Yeah, it's like I like I, I really like that scene because it shows that even though she's been so, you know, on the on the track, she still is human and she can still be like, ugh, like this yeah. is such bullshit, you know, kind kind of thing. And I was kind of confused, too, on why she hasn't told the commander, because would it really be her place to tell him? Because, like, with June, it was the Martha that noticed, and, like, everybody knew. And, like, even Aunt Lydia keeps track. So, to me, it just didn't really fit that way of, well, I haven't told him yet. Yeah, it's one of those. Do you talk to him like that? (laughs) Yeah. Maybe it's different households. Well, Maybe. Um, so anyways, at the supermarket, um, as that's going on, some eyes come and they, you know, off oh, Joseph, come with me. And she's very, like, turns around very, like, 
and she ends up going. They take her in the van. She has no idea what's going on. Uh, she arrives somewhere, and Aunt Lydia's there, and Aunt Lydia's being, like, super nice to her, like, oh! Well, during that ride, too, is when they cut to Dude. Luke oh, getting yes. the Walkman, and because he opens up the package that was for Luke, and it is the cassette tape she was listening to. And this whole time, when they're Jeez. doing that cut, I thought Luke was dead. Yeah, no, when when they started cutting to that, I I didn't, I still didn't put the, the for Luke taped together like that didn't make sense to me but i was like yeah she's getting kidnapped by the eye and luke's about to die like yeah. that's that's where i thought was that was <laughs> that's, what, that's that's where i thought it was going we we watched this together and he was like oh luke's dead <laughs> yeah like, no she recorded herself no no yeah and, i didn't and think he, that then, at all. all oh no he just gave she he just gave her a mixtape like, like, a mixtape you know, she she remastered it. I didn't say that. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't know. And I was like, no, she she re- voice recorded over it. She yeah, like, she and did. Then sure enough. Yep, you were right. You were right. I'm always right. So he she she tells Luke the true story of her daughter's conception. She's yes, she said. Which, you know, this was the thing not... you said I think last week that yeah. you didn't think she should ever tell him. No, that's the secret you die with, yo. <laughs> so she well, told think, him yeah I think the well and the reason I mean she says it in there she doesn't know if she's ever gonna see him again so it's like she just wanted to let him know that you know I'm sure you're more concerned about her journey into the world versus her journey to Canada yeah which I thought oh, I thought was such a great line yeah and she I says, really love that she says you know her journey into the world you was know, out of love. Was out of love. It's with she, a guy yeah. named Nick. You met Nick. He's a good guy. Um, and she just tells him like She's like, I had to make a life I, for I, myself in here. Um you should make a life for yourself out there. Yeah. I love that. You know, I love you. God, I love you. But I'm doing what I have to do in order to survive. Yeah. Ah, oh, such a good such a good speech that she gives. Um, so his it, his reaction to it is so authentic and so great. Just I loved it. I loved him on the bridge, but the whole time I was still thinking he's gonna die. <laughs> <this bridge." laughs> but at least he's gonna have the knowledge. Yeah, exactly. I, I totally. So would you? He was gonna get you guys, If you were in Luke's position, would you have wanted to know the truth that it was out of love, or would you have cared? Um, I don't think I'd I th- care all that much. No, I would be better with it because it wouldn't be i wouldn't be Commander angry waterford's rape baby like yeah. i wouldn't well, but it's a cheating <laughs> baby now yes and no because of the situations it's not really i wouldn't call it cheating yeah i would he i would where's the ring but i would prefer but he's also made no and a baby out of rape he wears the ring but he's made no attempt to go and save her looks well, can't well yeah that's i mean not fair yeah that's not fair I at mean, all how is it not fair? It's you just across really the border. Can't. And then he gets you better get some gu- you better get some, you better get some guns <laughs> and you better fucking get a, a, a one of these Teslas. <laughs> and you better send a secret mission in because I can tell you this much, uh Gilead's about to send a secret mission for your ass. No joke. But so, you know, so anyways, uh she arrives. Uh, June does, and Aunt Lydia's there, and she's super. What am I doing here? Aren't you a nosy Nelly? 
the fucking door opens and I wrote, fucking Aunt Lydia. <laughs> so they take her somewhere and then like it's definitely like a dressing room. It has like the lights on the mirrors. It feels like a dressing room. Yeah. They walk, she walks. Oh, no, the door knocks and uh, she brings in uh, boxes of items and it is a red dress, a fancier red dress. Yep. And Aunt Lydia's, oh, look at you. Fuck you. It's still a goddamn red dress. <laughs> it's so pretty. <laughs> no. Aren't you a lucky girl? <laughs> no. I'm probably yeah, she... get a lucky girl. Fucking I'm gonna stab you again. That's right. <laughs> In your fucking heart. <laughs> Austin. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's just taking a weird oh. turn right now. Oh. <laughs> so eventually she makes her way and it's on a sound stage and it is um it's the Waterfords. It looks like a fancy living room. It was very weird, like white I don't know. Like she's in her fancy red dress. Serena's in her fancy yellow or not yellow dress. Green, green dress. And it's, you know, Commander Waterford, you know, begging Canada to, you know, release Nicole. Well, and I like right, right, right before June went out there, she said, and don't, or Aunt Lydia said, don't even think about doing anything crazy. Yeah. And she may, tells her to put her head down oh, so yeah. that it that oh, she ends says, with uh, her. her. Her exact words were, remember your posture. Yeah. And then she Which makes her, her head down. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, that's what a fucking bitch Aunt Lydia is. So then it uh, cuts to her and she's doing her little evil eyes with her chin down. Like, I'm going to fucking murder you bitches. And then uh, Luke and Myra in Canada watching it. Um, yeah, the I yeah, I loved it, that last scene though. Of it was kind of a close up of uh, June, and yeah. it starts panning out, and everything around her gets dark. Yeah, and it's just her eyes. And oh, she tells her, "Don't think about being clever. There are consequences." Yep. Uh, I'll add one little thing that I love too, because it when it zooms into when it's going into June and it's doing the vignette and it's getting very close on her. You you start hearing as the credits start, U two's uh, "Bloody Sunday," and I wrote "Bloody Sunday" as the end credits is perfect. <laughs> yes, I don't even. Nobody like, likes U two. I don't like U two, but but you know what? You cannot like U two part, but. Sunday Bloody Sunday is a great song. Never heard of it. Yeah. Um it, It's a great song. I hate you too as well, but Sunday Bloody Sunday so is So overall, episode 4, episode 5 were both very solid episodes. Um I I I'm so I, anxious. Yeah, so I don't anxious. I the show took a turn I was not expecting at the end of episode 5. Um again, I don't think this was Serena's doing. I don't think she necessarily is going to go along with it. And I think that's going to come out. Um, I think there's going to be some pressure for Luke to give up the kid, but I think Luke's going to have audio tape now of June saying it's not commander Waterford's kid. Um, he has no right to this. He has no, he's going to have no right to that kid now. So, but then I wonder about Nick though. I don't, I, I hope, what I hope is the tape doesn't get out to where like the world hears it. Yeah. But like he uses that with the government to keep Nicole, Nicole in Canada. Yeah. Uh, my thing, and I got to, I talked about it a little bit earlier is the, with uh, 
with uh, Lawrence. Yeah, Lawrence. Uh, I, this is just me like speculating at this point. Um, what if Lawrence's big plan was I'm going to help June get out uh, and Emily get out with the baby. And the big end goal for him is to go to war with Canada. Why? Um, territory. They're still trying to get territory back in the United States. Yeah, but you also have supply chains in Canada. Yeah. So, and Gilead doesn't have, they have to, they have to trade with people that aren't necessarily friends with them, but they have to trade. Um, that's, that's the only thing I thought about because at, by the end of the episode, I'm like, oh, like, I felt like Serena was part of that plan, a part of the uh, we're going to go get Nicole plan. I didn't feel like she was a bystander in it. Um, I feel like she was, went along with it, but I don't necessarily think she would have done that. I think, that well, this sense. again, this is just me projecting my what I feel like. I feel like... Her reu- her reuniting with Nicole only strengthened her want to have that baby at any cost. And yeah, that's another very good. That's what I like about this show is I have no fucking clue what's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I said, like, there's the, the, shows you can predict. Like Carlos the Lawrence really thing is like me just I can't like really. This one. Yeah. Like the Commander Lawrence thing is me just like taking a real like swing for a home run on on a on an idea. That yeah, that's one of those things. If it happens, then yeah, you can be like, I called it. Yeah, exactly. Two years I ago. It back in episode five, bitches. <laughs> yeah, but then if it doesn't, then it's like it doesn't fucking matter. Uh, but it's just one of those things. I was like, oh well, what if what? Because we don't know that like, is a his what true. If. We don't know his true intentions uh, because they keep changing. Uh, He's trying the, to make peace with his wife. Is he? Is he? Like, we don't know. <laughs> exactly. Like we don't know. He he's trying to be nice to June. Is he? I don't know. Like <laughs> he's he he said he thought Emily was smart. Did he really? Or did yeah, he just was, was just, or is this just a pawn trying to do something crazy? Yeah, that yep. I don't know. I don't know the show. Um <laughs> I don't know I the show. show. I'm doing a podcast on the show. <laughs> I love the show. And I can't wait for next episode. Speaking of next episode, uh next it will be uh, just whatever episode they air. So and um, it'll be probably just one episode. So this it this should is just be a one episode. Little bit longer episode here for us. So shouldn't uh, shouldn't have the double episodes anymore unless they throw out double episodes and then we will. They, they want um, double episodes. But we are caught up, so that's awesome. Um, make sure you check us out on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. It is Revenge of the Recap for all of those sites. Hit us up on email, revengeoftherecap at gmail.com. And uh, I appreciate Anchor. you guys listening. Well, yeah, we're, and we're on Anchor. Listen to, if you want. <laughs> well, you're freaking me out, Josh. You guys stop that. Okay. Pumping it up. You're just hollering out Anchor. Uh <laughs> So if you want to check or go check us out on Anchor, you can uh, message us on that app and we can play those messages on the podcast. So if you have something to say or completely agree, completely disagree with something we said, Got a or hot take. Uh, we were completely wrong about something or we're completely right about something, whatever it is, let us know. Uh, we will play it on the show. So that's all I have. 
Uh, Josh, you have anything else? Nope. Carla? No, sir. May the Lord open. Thank you.